0: What's up, everybody? King Triple C here. This is Crippler Chris Lieben.
1: This is Landry, the Lone Star Kid Ward, and you're, you're listening, listening to the story of the, of the fight.
0: <laughs> All right. So, Will, how you doing, my man? Doing, doing well.
1: Ah. Doing well. Oh. Not happy that the fight started at 9 a.m. my time or that 8:30. Was, that was weird. I think it's because Darren Till was headlining. Uh I think I, I'm guessing that they wanted the UK fans to be able to watch, and then when Till pulled out, it was only like ten ten days ago, right? So I feel like they just didn't like they already because it was on ABC, so they
0: can't just change their time slot. So that I'm makes guessing sense. That's why. That, I, I mean, really that would know. make most sense. There was, this week was filled with a lot of fights, not just UFC, yeah. but uh, before we get on. Uh, Into all of that. just like to remind everybody. If they're (laughs) trying to find us anywhere else. Other than YouTube. We're on Spotify, (laughs) Breaker, Pocket Cast. Radio Public, Google Podcasts. And Apple Podcasts of course. If you like any of our content. Do us a favor. Like, subscribe. If you want to find us on social media. You can find us at. Story of the Fight
1: on Instagram. And Twitter. And then we have a Facebook group
0: chat. Called. MMA. Talk community by story of the Five podcast on Facebook. MMA, MMA talk hub community <laughs> by story of the fight podcast. If you want to fight, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just type and it then we're in. doing
1: yeah, and we're doing like a an episode coming up uh, where we answer a bunch of questions that our people are submitting. So submit questions on any of those um, forums
0: and and hopefully. We'll be able to gather them all and answer them all. That would be a lot of fun. Now, I'm sure that you have a moment of silence as well. Got a moment UFC of silence? ABC.
1: Not, not a ton on this one. Um, there's a, there was a few fights that pulled out. The ones worth worth mentioning. Uh, Kisriev was supposed to fight Kyle Dacus. I was excited to see Kyle Dacus again. I think that guy has a ton of potential. Um, there was covid issues around that fight COVID again. um zach cummings was supposed to fight sam alvey um mm. i think that led to an even better fight than we would have gotten not um, for sam
0: alvey
1: yeah um and then uh <laughs> obviously darren till uh broke his collarbone um allegedly if you want to listen to marvin vittori but <laughs> so dude kevin holland steps in on 10 days notice and then we're here
0: by the way, uh, Darren Till goes <laughs> super hard on Vittori in uh, social media. <clears throat> yeah. Dude, Darren Till's just so fucking clever, man. Dude, well, because I mean, imagine you're like, because up
1: until this fight, Marvin Vittori's been doing the whole, like, macho, angry person trash talk, and Darren Till's like, what the is this guy talking Like, we're going to fight. Like... If you're trying to, like, intimidate me and scare me, like... Do it in the octagon. Well, at this level, that doesn't happen, you know? Yeah. You're not going to, like, intimidate a guy who has fought in Masvidal and Woodley and, like, Wonderboy and all these guys, right? You're just not going to scare him. Cerrone, yep. So just stop. So he was, like, not really, like, talking to the trash back. (laughs) And then as soon as Marvin's like, yeah, I don't even really believe the injury, he's like, what? Goes (laughs) off on him. Just goes off on him. The uh, Lord of the Rings... Yeah. orc
0: looking yeah <laughs> i saw dude, that he posted
1: he posted a picture of him too like i think during the fights he posted a picture of him i forgot the guy's name it's like fleabag or something like that the orc from uh lord oh, of the rings that on the fight like card? leading the charge on <laughs> uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so funny i saw dude. that too
0: we'll see if we can find that uh fight card so we can <laughs> we can post it there. everybody <laughs> can see what we're talking about hilarious yeah. hilarious but yeah i mean uh Always love watching Darren Till fight. Pretty sad mm. that we didn't get to watch him fight. Now, before that... It would have been that, a better stylistic matchup. Yeah, for sure. I think mm-hmm. so. Uh, before that, we did see uh, Demetrius Johnson fight. Mm-hmm. Need, while grounded, Will, you've been saying for the longest time, this just needs to be legal. And so is he. And that's so is exactly Dietrich. what I was going to say. Demetrius Johnson said the exact same thing. and Everybody's like, oh... You know, he probably wishes he hadn't quote, said that now. now. No. no, probably not.
1: Yeah, probably not. I love how, uh, how <laughs> what's his name? Why can't I think? Aljamain Sterling oh, <laughs> tweets dude. or something like, this is why it needs to be illegal. Like, he thought he was safely getting up. No, dude, there is no safely getting up. There should it's never be fight. safely getting up. Yeah. It's a fight. And I don't think Demetrius knew that. He just got caught. He also got dropped right before that. So he probably didn't know what the fuck was going on. You know oh, dude, I mean?
0: that right uppercut caught him clean yeah. as he was going Come, in coming in yeah yeah and then uh through that knee as soon as he connects it with that knee and you see his eyes just start looking everywhere else yeah other than towards more it was over dude. <laughs> yeah it was yeah over.
1: that was a great well great co-main event great main event not the best leading up to that point kind of Eddie a Alvarez, show with the Eddie dude. Alvarez fight Eddie Alvarez um, man but the main event was awesome the Rod Tang versus
0: uh, Daniel Williams. Yeah. Insane fight. That was fucking crazy. I, I, I felt so bummed out for Eddie Alvarez. Like, watching his speech afterwards, you could hear, like, the emotion in his voice. And yeah. then if you see the footage of him walking backstage and, like, just breaks yeah. down crying. Uh, dude, a lot goes into preparation for these fights, you know? And Yeah. Uh, it's not the first time he's been DQ'd. Uh, I think we were there live for one of them, right? So, yeah. uh, We got knees to the
1: ground, down six elbows, back of the head, pretty much all the fouls you can do. We're just waiting for the eye gouging and the headbutts.
0: Maybe in the next fight. Yeah. (laughs) Stay tuned. Uh, We had uh, Bellator after that. Did you watch any Bellator fights? Uh, I watched some of it. I watched
1: Machida. I watched. what else did I watch? I'm trying to, rem- it's
0: hard to remember that card if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, I, I think I sent you a clip of that Russian girl. I watched that fight. I saw that one. I don't, I don't remember her name. What's her name?
1: Um, Ooh. I just remember it was it a nasty was knockout. Nasty knockout. Diana Absaragova.
0: Yes, yes, that. Yeah. One. Um. First of all, she's a looker,
1: and then she yeah. comes
0: in. With that right hand from Russia, dude, it it was a nasty knockout. It was. Yeah, I watched the Lugo Bell fight. That was a decent fight.
1: Okay. Um, I watched the Talita Noguera versus Borga fight. Saw that. That one. made me stop for a while. Tuned in later for Cats and Gano. Uh, okay. That was cool. What'd you think of that uh, fight? Because I, watched... I I didn't watch any of them that were not on YouTube's. Oh gotcha. Yeah, that was a, it was a fun fight, you know. I like I like Kat Zingano a lot. She seems like yeah, a, a nice person. She's gone through like a ton of adversity in her career. So she's a nice lady. As yeah. Alan from the hangover says. That should just be her nickname. Kat the nice, nice lady, lady Zingano. <laughs> but it was cool. Uh, man, her grappling is slick, dude. She got that arm bar really well. Uh, Liz Carmouche, I watched. Uh, Ryan Bader versus Machida. Was exactly how you would expect them to be fighting at this point in their careers. Yeah. It was whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really excited to see that fight. Uh, Were you? Yeah, like five years ago. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Not even five, dude. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Even five years ago. Very true. All right. Which brought us to the UFC, the creme de la creme, as George likes to say. The creme de la creme. Yeah, so... I love uh, this card by one. the way. This card was, was so car, much fun. Dude. It was a fun card, dude. It was fun card. Now Holland versus Vittori. We're now starting off with the main events and working our way back, mm-hmm. man. And uh, I, there's no secret anymore on how to beat Holland. Well, it's not. It's not just that. There's so many
1: factors, right? That I don't think Holland's a, a 185er. No, nope. I don't think he is. Um, I'd like to see him start working with the nutritionist and figure out hey, are we bulking up or are are we going to just do this gnarly cut for, for welterweight? Because I think for the Brunson fight, he weighed in at like 183 or something like that. And like he's, in, he's weighed in under 185 multiple times. Um, I believe
0: he started his career off at 170.
1: Yeah, he's kind of gone. He's flip-flopped a little bit. He just doesn't like um, weight cutting. Yeah, which, I mean, unless you're going to get matched up with strikers, uh, you need to be, you know. Uh, yeah. Clearly, these last two fights, he's just not strong enough to keep these guys off of him. Showed a little bit better takedown defense, so, but I think it's uh, two things. Um, first being that I do think he's too small for the weight class right now, um, mm-hmm. especially at this level. When you're fighting guys like Derek Brunson, Marvin Vittori, these like fringe top five guys, yep. uh, you're just too small. Second thing is not nearly, obviously, he took this fight on 10 days' notice. He fought a few weeks ago, not enough time to right the wrongs uh, in the Brunson fight. you know So that being said, fantastic performance by Vittori does what he needs to yep. do. Um, but it, I, I think I think he'll have success against wrestlers and things like that in the future. It's just at once no time to. At 170, and, and potentially at 185, if he bulks up a little bit, maybe. Because he showed but already, in just a few weeks, much better takedown defense against Marvin Vittori. Granted, Vittori's not the wrestler that Derek Brunson is in the slightest, but yep. uh, he had some success early
0: on. You know, I mean, I'm, t- I'm taking a look at the top 10 right now, which I, I, I don't think he's going to be ranked in the top 10 after this fight. Um, uh, probably not. You know, but uh, I, I think a really good matchup for him would have been like a Uriah Hall uh, yeah fantastic a, fight fantastic yeah. matchup Um, but then I see like a Calvin Gastelum Jack Hermanson you know uh, Jerry Cannoneer all of them which I think would be able to do the exact same thing that Vittori did exact yeah. same thing that Brunson did so looking at the rest of the top 10 in 185 I, I, I just don't see it happening for yeah and I love Kevin Holland yeah so when I talked about Everybody keeping their same energy with Kevin Holland. What I'm talking about is liking the, the shit-talking, his personality the in there, the, the antics. Yeah, keep the same energy with that because it's fun to watch either way, win or lose. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, w- when I'm talking about not being able to see Kevin Holland in the top 10 do work, it's just stylistically from what we've seen in the last two fights. It's going to continue being copycat performances, from These top yeah. 10 fighters until he shows you know, if you're coming in for uh, if you're shooting on me, you're gonna be met with an E, you're gonna be met with mm-hmm. an uppercut, you're gonna be met with something else other than uh, I mean, he showed higher urgency for sure. I mean, he outstruck him, he did, dude. On the feet, he was out, he was yeah. landing some shots on Vittorio, yeah. and that's
1: that's always the case, right? We said the same thing with Brunson. If you took it, if you took a look at the Brunson fight, especially. If you scored it just on damage, Holland wins that fight. Obviously, that's not how the scoring works at all, and, and even it with shouldn't the,
0: the pomps of the year, dude. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But uh, but you look at even if he goes to welterweight, you look at the top of welterweight, Kamara Usman. Yes. Kobe Col- Covington. Yes.
0: You know what I mean? My uh, thing Damian with that Maya, though Magny. is he's going to come in the bigger man. I think. Yeah, with... it would it would it would help. And I, I think honestly, help. I don't
1: think he's bigger than Usman.
0: Uzman's a big boy. Usman's gigantic. Uzman's a big boy. But yeah, outside of gigantic. that, I, you know, again, taking a look at, at the Jorge Masvidals. The those are fun Wonder fights. Wonderboy Thompson, Vicente Luque. When you look at it, um,
1: Masvidal, Luque, um, Jeff Neal, Jin Lang, uh, Bilal Muhammad, Muhammad, Those fights are very fun for him. Yeah. But you look at Usman Covington Burns, uh, I think Leon is too sharp and technical. Um, same thing with Thompson, uh, but Kiesa Maya Magny, all those guys, I think they they pressure pressure pressure, and and he doesn't get the space that he needs, um, unless he can can write some of those wrong, which he can obviously. I, people can get better takedown defense, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like again, he showed cause. more <laughs> urgency. He showed more urgency in this fight. You know, uh, he was battling for the underhooks a lot more uh, mm-hmm. than when we saw. He wasn't just accepting the takedown. Uh, yeah. Even when on his back, he seemed to scramble a little bit more. I- instead of throwing those high up kicks, I would have liked to see him just kind of try to explode out as quickly as possible. Yeah. He-, he caught Vittori with a couple, like on the chin, yeah. one on the forehead. But, <clears throat> I mean, that's not James Vick, you know what I mean? Vittori's not going to go down off of an up kick, so. Yeah. No and, disrespect and- to James Vick. Yeah, uh,
1: no, disrespect to James Vick. But um, Marvin <laughs> Vittori, um, I don't want to like turn this into just the Kevin Holland show, you know. But yeah. Because Vittori did execute a game plan very well. Uh, and and he also took a fight on short notice and a very different fight than Darren Till. I don't think the game plan would have been the same against Till. It would have been a much different fight. So, um, and, and when you're at that level and you're game planning for darren till that's a very specific game plan till's a very very uh like highly esteemed uh, opponent right that you have to really focus and and work on and then to have that switch up and still come out and, and be dominant is impressive granted kevin holland wasn't training for this all that kind of stuff but props to vittori also um
0: i don't vittori, know i think I, he was gonna test the waters in the beginning with his stand-up and was like, no, 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 no. And after a couple of the one-twos, uh, Holland did a really good job keeping the distance with the late kicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you, you could see Vittori was just kind of seeing what he can get in. And then after a while, I was like, oh, now you know what? That game plan we talked about, let me just yeah, take him down real quick. Hey,
1: you, you take the path of least resistance, especially when you're ranked six and you're maybe one or two fights away from a title shot. If he came out and starched Holland, they honestly... Izzy might have been like, all right, you got your rematch. Um, yep. I don't think, I think he probably needs one more. We talked about title shot implications in, in the next two main events, and I don't think this was enough to get Izzy's attention.
0: I don't think so either. But uh, again, really good job with Vittori, and not just the with the takedowns and being able to maintain the top position, but mm-hmm. I, he probably did the most damage to Holland that we've seen in the last year. Yeah, probably. You know, a couple months. Uh, his eye his was. Busted. And then when uh he sits in the corner, he's like, I can't see out of my eye. Yeah. And I was like, Oh boy, here we go. It's gonna get stopped. And sure enough, Herb Dean calls the calls the doctor the medic in into the doctor in and he's like, Can you see? He's like, What do you mean? He's like, Can yeah. you see? He's what? like, What 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 do you mean? And then he's like, Can't he's like, Can you see? He's like, Well, I can see you. He's like, well, you. He's like All right, yeah. let's go. <laughs> All right, that's good enough that's for so me. So funny. I've had it. And that's where um
1: People talk about his mental toughness, right? And that he was in the the Brunson fight, he was talking shit and joking and stuff like that as almost like a self defense mechanism to be like, I'm not even taking this shit seriously. That's why you're beating me. If he wasn't taking this seriously, if he wasn't mentally tough, he would have said no. They would have stopped the fight. And that and that would have been fine, you know, that's okay. Um and you I, I feel like when he was like, What what do you mean? What do you what like what do you ask? I feel like that was almost like a that was a he was teetering on the fence of that decision, you know, you think so? Uh, I think so. Uh, but ultimately he said, I can see you, right? Let's fight. Um, but he asked him like three times and he was like, what, what do you mean? And I think that was almost like a, uh, what do I do in this position? Cause he probably couldn't see. I mean, he said he couldn't see right before that. So yeah, um,
0: I-, I took it a different way. I took it more in the way, like as, there- as the doctors walking up to him, as Herb Dean's walking out to him, like he's like looking directly at him, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Can he sees, like, "What? Dude, what do you mean? Like, like I'm watching you as we nah, speak." He, if if you know as a fighter
1: in between rounds when your eyes fucked, you just told your corner you can't see, and the doctor comes up, you know what he's checking, you know what he's asking, you just say yes. You know that saying no stops the fight, and saying yes uh, will continue the fight. It's one of those two answers. That was like almost, it felt like almost like a stalling thing of like, a, what should I say? So you think here? I'm
0: giving him too much credit?
1: Barely. Just a little bit too much credit. <laughs> it's not outlandish, you know. He, yeah. he also, let's be honest, also is in the middle of a fist fight. So <laughs> he also might just be like, I don't know what the It is a fight. He's like, I'm in a fight right now. What are you talking <laughs> about? Why are you asking me questions? <laughs> you know, get out, out of my way. <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have anything else on that fight other than Vittori did an excellent job? Um, uh, Vittori, and... excellent job.
1: Um, I'd I like to see him fight um, again, right? We'll see what happens with Whitaker and Costa. I don't know how Cannoneer's arms um, recovering or anything like that. Um, yeah, I was going to say. He's going to be out for a
0: while. Vittori, look, Derek Brunson is now ranked fourth, right? Mm-hmm. Just Vittori versus Brunson, Vittori versus Kennedy, yeah. Vittori versus Paulo Costa, Vittori versus anybody else, I think, in that he can top. Can get him a title shot. Ford can get him a title shot if it's mm-hmm. another dominant performance or if he wins, you know, by fantastic fashion. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. But I, I don't think that at this point you now jump Vittori over Whitaker if Whitaker wins. Even, let's say Gassum comes in and just oh, fucking. So say Costa. Oh, I forgot. He's not even fighting Costa anymore. He's fighting Gaslam. What the He's fuck? He's fighting Gaslam. Let's say Gaslam comes in and just absolutely rocks Whitaker. Mm-hmm. I'd be more excited to see a Gaslam Adesanya rematch than I would, I would watch that. Adesanya. Their first Victoria. fight was incredible, you know? Oh, one of the best fights I've ever watched. Yeah. Richard Casual. Put that on your list of fights to watch. By the way, have you watched any fights, Richard Casual?
1: I was ready to watch them fights yesterday, remember? We were going to watch them together, and then you were like 10 a.m., and I'm like, I wake up at 11. There's no way I'm <laughs> catching a 10 a.m. fight. No way.
0: All right. So it sounds like uh, none of the homework has been completed yet, but it's okay because I think he did say he watched uh, Godzilla versus Kong. So yeah. that's at least one fight he got. Teamzilla. All right. Teamzilla. Teamzilla. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next after that was uh, Alan versus Yusuf. Hmm. Do Yusuf
1: is a tough man. Yusuf's a tough man, and I really like him, and I wish he would surround himself with better people. Mm. Mm. Do you hear John Anik? He's like, what did he say? He was like uh, the criminally, uh, Yusuf with the criminally underrated coach in in Lloyd Irvin. It's like (laughs) criminally underrated or underrated criminally. You know what I mean? Dude.
0: Charges don't stick to that, man. Anik has had some lines as of late, like a few podcasts before where we talked about his whole uh, custody battle comments. Oh, yeah. And like there's a couple comments. I think there's another one I I notated somewhere on here where I was just like Anik with another fucking gem. I can't
1: believe he said that, dude. I'm sure he knows the controversy around Lloyd Irvin. Probably, dude. Anybody in the MMA community. And when he said that, the criminally underrated Lloyd Irvin, which is kind of quiet. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh, you mean the guy that rapes people in his gym? <laughs> yeah. Dude,
0: out of control. So uh, with this fight, it was like a just a battle for efficiency. And I felt like whoever just was so much more efficient with their shots, like the first round, you take a look mm-hmm. at it, and it seemed like Allen, then Yusuf was well, more Yusuf, efficient,
1: straight shots. Well, Yusuf outstruck him, right? In all three yeah. rounds.
0: I think all three rounds. But for me – at like on the first round, I think Yusuf had the looping punches and Alan was getting off the cleaner straight shots. And mm-hmm. then it kind of just flopped in the second round. And then it just seemed like it was just going back and forth over and over again. Did you see that at all? For, for me, it was,
1: it was uh, Yusuf had a great game plan of smothering with pressure and Alan has to do something to get the respect, right? And that's what he's doing with that left hand every time Yusuf would come in. And once he got the timing, right? Because um, Yusuf was all over him and it was like, dude, how do you even breathe? And <clears throat> people talk about a lot of people say for us, a hobby is almost like a one-hit wonder, and that he's not the coach that everybody thinks he is. He just had GSP, who's an exceptional athlete, and it was more GSP than it was for us, a hobby, because GSP also had Greg Jackson, John Tanaher, all these guys, right? Um, and he hasn't had somebody like that since. I still think he's a fantastic coach. You look at Arnold, Arnold Allen, um, dude, his footwork and his his defense is so high level dude it's like nothing gets through it like he was getting hit obviously but man he just rolls with shots so well he gets his hands up he's evading he's going left and right he's not just moving straight backwards um and he's able to um did you did you listen to GSP on uh Rogan last week
0: yes and it was fantastic
1: one of the best ones i've ever i I love GSP and so he talked about how he has two types of takedowns he has reactive and proactive takedowns and the proactive takedowns are when he shows his hands and he shoots on you like and and we've seen that multiple times that like spearing double leg where he shoots through people but then he has the reactive takedowns which i think are even more impressive where he he baits you in and as soon as you commit to coming in he changes levels and he just takes your feet out from under you and you can see both of those on display from alan especially in the first two rounds third round a little bit more gas couldn't really take use of down but you saw that, especially in the second round, he had a perfect reactive takedown where Yusuf bought in and was like, I'm going back to smothering. Allen just drops right under, takes a few out from under him. Allen looked like the more complete fighter mm-hmm. in this fight. Yusuf, still a fantastic prospect. I love the guy. I wish he would change his camp. Um, but it, I'm never going to root for him uh, because of that. But Arnold Allen just showcased like why he's a top prospect you know i mean he just looked he looked phenomenal yep. and he dropped him in the first dropped him in the second and then just did what he needed to do in the third you could say to survive right but also just to nullify you know there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with nullifying when you you've dropped a guy twice and he couldn't get the finish but i think that's more of a testament to yusuf more so than alan um i i don't know i think i think uh, i was so impressed with allen because yeah, alan- and I was, I was more impressed with Allen because I was so impressed with Yusuf. The fact mm. that he had the success that he had against someone like Yusuf was so impressive to me, you know?
0: Yeah. And uh, Yusuf only fallen to 11 and 2, so that's only a second loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's young. And Arnold Allen, man, uh, 17 and 1. Uh, do, you, do you remember what they said his fight streak, his win streak was?
1: Uh, I'm not sure, but I know he's undefeated in the UFC, right?
0: Three, four, five, six, seven, His eight. His last nine, loss was in two thousand fourteen. Ten. ten fight win streak. For, he hasn't lost uh, a fight Allen. in seven years, dude. Man.
1: And um I liked what Dominic Cruz said at the end of the fight when they were clinched up against the fence. And he seen he was like, I love when these two prospects like this fight each other because we haven't really seen them tested and we, we've just seen them test each other more than they've been tested in their whole careers. And it was so cool. Cause that's what you look for, right. In a prospect when we, we've seen the flashy kicks, we've seen the, the knockouts, we've seen the, the good footwork yep. and stuff like that from both of these guys, but we haven't really seen them hit that brick wall and, and see what they do with it. You know? So it was a fantastic fight. I love this. It was fight. a
0: really good fight. It was a really good fight. So uh, before that we had uh, Julian Marquez and smiling Sam Alvey. Yeah. So, Talk about swinging and banging, man! Talk about so—I mean, so much.
1: <laughs> Julian Marquez is a weirdo, man. He's he a weirdo. So,
0: he's such an oddball, man. And uh, the walkout you know, music—did you watch the walkouts? No, because I was uh, on ESPN, so they show commercials on ESPN Plus uh, in between, which sucks. What was the walkout song this time? Julian Marquez walks out to
1: a Miley Cyrus song. Another one, obviously. And then Sam Alvey, and they're talking about it, right? They're, they're, like, laughing about it and stuff. And then all of a sudden the music changes, and it's, like, a Taylor Swift song or something. From <laughs> Sam... Sam Alvey. starts walking. It's a Taylor <laughs> Swift song. And they were, like, I think DC was, like, uh, he's, like, if you didn't know any better, you, you think you're at, like, a, a middle school girl's birthday party or something like that.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome, I mean, while wow, these dudes
1: are about to go try to knock each other
0: out. <laughs> but uh, you have, a uh, dude alvi this one fight of the night alvi has so much power still and they always say that yeah and but some of those hooks were really looping too Mm -hmm. and they're like this close a couple of them just this close and if he would have just tapped yeah julian on on the chin with one of those it'd be a different story
1: He he really hurt him once in the first he did you know Dude, uh, Marquez talked about it too in the post fight, but Alvey has always been one of those guys that gets more dangerous the more you hurt him. Mm. You know, he's, I, I really like Sam Alvey, 13 or 35 and 15, right? Not the, not the best record, but, um, and you can, he's not, he doesn't have elite footwork. He's not the best cardio. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he has a really good smile. He's got a great smile, and he's got <laughs> massive power in that right hand, and he fights he in that does. southpaw stance and he always he, he even said he's like listen i'm probably gonna have my back against the fence in this fight because that's what he does he falls back to the back of the fence people kind and of tee start him with their style right and then all of a sudden he just catches him with that right hook and drops people all the time dude and and marquez talked about how he knows hey if i hurt yeah. him he's still Gotta very dangerous Gotta he's very dangerous man you could look at him and laugh about different things but dude he's dangerous He's dangerous. Yeah.
0: And I didn't know that uh, Sam Elvey has his wife as lead corner. Yeah, always has. Yeah, I just realized this in the last fight when uh, John Anik, again with his phenomenal knowledge, <laughs> deep yeah. knowledge of, of every fighter, uh, dropped that knowledge. I was like, oh, that, that's pretty neat. And he was just, uh, not just him, but I think DC mentioned just that he's super impressed with her knowledge and IQ around the fight game Yeah, she's well. great. That's yeah, awesome. She's, she's a great coach. Uh, uh, Marquez, similar man. to... Uh, perry's girl or
1: um you could say probably a little bit more knowledgeable
0: <laughs> All right, all right just i just wanted to compare okay sounds yeah. good yeah but Marquez's marquez is age, man marquez dude i'm so on the fence with him because he's like like cringe Barry. and then like and like funny and then like cringe and i'm just like cuz you you could see that he's, he's just, goofy man he, yeah you could see he's goofy and you could see that he knows that he's being like goofy. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know, man. I'm so on the fence with him. So on the fence. <laughs> yeah. With him. But I, I like watching him fight, though.
1: Exactly. And that's ultimately what matters, right? Um, he was out for a long time with the with injury. So I think he, he's just trying to come back and be on a tear, man, because, dude, he's fucking dangerous. <laughs>
0: he's super dangerous. The Cuban Missile Crisis? Dude, yeah. Dude, that nickname? I know. It's fucking I awesome. It. <laughs> it's awesome. I love Cuban Missile Crisis. Now, the call-out, I feel like it was another wasted call-out. His call-outs are terrible.
1: He got a response, last, though, from one of the – I don't even know who the hell he called out, to be honest. Last time he called out
0: Miley Cyrus, got a response. Dropped the ball on that. Let, let, <laughs> he got Pass the response, but then he dropped the ball. Dropped the ball. And then after that, uh, he calls out Patrick Mahomes. I think I, I, that's the quarterback, And Travis right? Kelsey. I don't know who that is. To a, bat, a Travis Kelsey's Patrick Mahomes tight end. Probably the best tight end in the NFL. Okay. Extremely talented tight end. Moves like a wide receiver. Just fantastic.
1: He runs but and he catches
0: ch- balls. Cool. No, no, no. But, like, there's levels. It, like, if people yeah, were yeah. to say, like, oh, they put gloves on and punch each other. And you're like, okay, well, look at Israel Adesanya. Yeah. Travis Kelsey is, like, up there. Go and ball. he challenges them to a badminton? Yeah. matchup or pickleball matchup yeah and i'm like one man, of them responded i don't know who which one did i'm like my man maybe brad tavares maybe <laughs> you know sean strickland who's now ranked at the top 15 like maybe take your crack Josh, at the top him 15. versus sean
1: strickland would be sick
0: that's what i'm saying That'd fucking be great call fight. it out yeah you know and oh man <laughs> and but you know what Keep on doing your thing, Julian Marquez. You know, I'm sure Mm -hmm. there's going to be other opportunities that come up where you can uh, slide into these fights. Again, he filled in because Strickland was. Short notice fight. Or, sorry, uh, Alvi wasn't supposed to fight Marquez, right? And he says, you know, this is the battle to see who the baddest man in Mississippi is. If I can. (laughs) One, we already know that's probably James Krause. Two. Who, Who also got a shout out in the post fight? Yes. Two, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey pretty much. They they could probably be governors of Mississippi Yeah, right now. But, but that doesn't mean they're the baddest men in Mississippi. Yeah, and you know what? If they went Batman, probably still doesn't mean they're the baddest men in Mississippi. No. Pickleball, no. same thing. Yeah. Come on. Like, Let's find something different. Julian Marquez, ways to call out, but I love watching you fight, Julian Marquez. Absolutely Definitely. love watching you fight. Very skillful. We'll never power. miss a fight. Never. Uh, Next. Uh, Also, should not have won fight of the night. Let's just be real. Another one we will talk about later on here. I, probably should have I, won.
1: I, I would have even given Arnold Allen versus Yusuf fight of the night over, over this one, to be honest. Ooh,
0: really? Yeah. Awesome fight, dude.
1: It's a little more technical, <laughs> right? Me, we had two,
0: two knockdowns. It, between the Yusuf and the Alvi fight and Marquez fight, that one's really close for me. Personally, I would have probably given it to uh, Bahamondis and Mcdesi. for fight of the night. Yeah, they obviously deserved it, yeah. but uh, That was a
1: fucking banger. Before because, we get
0: there, though. Yeah, 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 we got Dern versus Nunez, formerly known as Nina, Nina Ansaroff. Also, with the name change,
1: might be one of the best names in the UFC. Nina Nunes? Nina Nunez. I mean, <laughs> sounds like one word. Lee Li, Li Jing Lian,
0: Song <laughs> yeah. Yidong,
1: Song Yidong's a good one, yeah.
0: You know, I mean, we, we got some other really good ones, man. That, that, yeah, that one's Nunes? good, it's good, but it's not oh, Song Nina Yidong Nunes.
1: good. Nina Nunes sounds like a superhero. Song like Parker,
0: sounds like a superhero that works. The yeah, but you need like the, at the alliteration. End of the night. <laughs> All right, so, dude, Dern. I say this every single time. Dern looks better and better every, every fight, man. Every single fight, and ever since she had her child, I feel like there is just renewed energy, renewed passion around the fight game, and, and she or found just Jason focus Brillo. and Prillo.
1: Perillo is such a good coach
0: her striking looks so much better ever since she uh started training with perillo which i mean Mm -hmm. it's it's a given but then just the strategy behind it you know she's not just deciding to bite down on her mouthpiece and try to prove a point with her striking
1: this fight was like a lower level version and i don't i mean that with zero disrespect right just because what i'm comparing it to is just so high level that pretty much everything is lower level compared to it but this was reminded me so much of Khabib's game plan against Justin Gaethje where it's just absolutely swarm you with footwork and strikes and then, and then eventually get a trip. Once I get a hold down, of you. Submit you. She, dude, the tenacity that she was coming at her with on the feet, they were both swinging, right? Yep. Still room to grow technically but ultimately she's doing it with a purpose and that purpose is to close the distance get to you, take you down and then submit you. And there's nobody in the division that can last on
0: the ground with her. But, but even then, like uh, could, when she rushed in, head down, swinging. Swinging rock on a rope. Yeah, <laughs> but she caught Nina. She caught her. With, with a couple shots right to the cheek and the chin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and shit. And Nina, like Nina the,
1: caught her a couple times.
0: Nina caught her a couple times, too. But we've uh, seen
1: now that Dern has a pretty good chin on her, dude. She's she takes She's some shots in, in a few of her fights. That Brazilian
0: chin, man. Yeah. That Brazilian chin. And when I take a look at the top, yeah, Nina Nunes being ranked fifth going into this fight. So mm-hmm. it just makes me wonder, like, how much is Dern going to be moving up? So if she just, let's say, passes uh, Nina Nunes and lands yeah. on fifth, then we still have Carlos Parza, uh, Jan Xiaonan. Jan... That's yes, the to that one. Yan And I think she said that too, right? By the yeah. way, she also butchered her name at the end. Uh, hey, it's easy to do. I feel her pain. I feel her pain. She butchers a lot of words nowadays. <laughs> With that but, Portuguese accent all of a sudden. <laughs> hey, dude, she's Brazilian, man.
1: Yeah, dude, born and raised in America. Hey,
0: and I love that she can go Valley Girl or a heavy <laughs> Brazilian accent.
1: In all seriousness, no, though, I mean, obviously we're joking about that shit, but, like, she spent a lot of time down in Brazil, dude. You're going to pick up the accent. It's yep. going to happen.
0: Dude, I know the, people joke about it. I just joked about it, but like she's an absolute monster, dude. Yeah. If I'm Carlos Parza, if I'm Jan Shannon, if I'm anybody, you she's one of those fighters where you know exactly what her game plan's gonna be going in, mm-hmm. and you're you're gonna game plan for it, you're gonna prep as much as possible, just like I'm sure Nina yeah. Nunes did. But th- she's at a whole Nova level, <laughs> as yeah, they say. I think right now
1: Zhang Wei Lee knocks her out. I think Rose mm. knocks her out. I think Yoana mm. pieces her up for five rounds. Mm. Um, but someone like Marina Rodriguez, Carla Esparza, Esparza and Yan Shanan, those three fights, I think are, are what you'd make so that she yep. can continue to grow. Because right now, if you throw her to those top three, Claudia um, Gadelia, even yeah, um, yeah, she subs Gadelia easy. Yeah, um, but. I mean, yeah, now it's off to the races, right? She just kind of threw herself into the top of the division uh, with that one. C- because the reality is, dude, like, she, I mean, she could beat any of those. any Anybody on the roster, you talk about how, like, Francis and Goddard has the great equalizer, right? Where no matter who he fights, even if he's getting outclassed, all it takes is that one shot. Dude, if Mackenzie Dern takes you to the ground, I don't think people really realize, like, everybody knows she's really good, Right. But she's probably the
0: best grappler in the UFC. Not named Habib. Well, Habib's retired. Hey, don't tell that to Dana White, bro. Dana knows now. <laughs> <laughs> He's finally conceded. No, but, but yeah, like but, when we think about like even like recent is what I'm saying. You know, you, for for me in my head, in my mind, you have Habib Nurmagomedov, mm-hmm. then you have Mackenzie Dern, then you have like a Damian Maya. And mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But Mackenzie Dern is up there, man. She is Dude,
1: up there. Not only up there, but I, as of active fighters, I think the best. Dude, she beat she beat Gabby Garcia.
0: That's that's crazy. Gabby Garcia is like, what, 225? If, if anybody listening Jacked. to this doesn't know who Gabby Garcia is, <laughs> look up Gabby Garcia. Pause this if you want to. Go look up Gabby Garcia, then come back so you can see exactly what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, and remember that not only, like, physically her attributes, but also very good at jiu-jitsu, Gabby Garcia. And yep. Mackenzie Beater. But, dude, she's arguably the greatest jiu-jitsu... Okay. Brian Ortega? No, not even close.
0: Okay, dang. Dude, Mackenzie
1: Dern is arguably the best female jiu-jitsu practitioner of all time. Not even just in MMA, just completely. And you could, there's a few arguments to be made there, but you could you could say that uh nobody in the ufc uh even at like 135 yeah can can survive i mean she beats every single person every female on the roster she beats them all on the ground
0: i mean i'm looking through the list right now looking through the list right now and it's i i don't see anybody dude in the ufc
1: not one female is even close to her on the ground no on the ground right important distinction like I said, Joanna Rose, Zhang Lee, I think all beat her handedly standing up. They just understand distance management. They're going to see right through that striking. They'll pick her apart, keep her away, probably knock her out. But on the ground, nobody comes
0: close. Yeah, and uh, dude, I agree with you 100%. You know, let, let's not throw her in with a top three right now. Yeah, not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Uh, and then I, I, I really think, though, after a fight against the Carla Esparza, mm-hmm. after Jan Nan, after, you know, man, it's, do I want to see her against Marina Rodriguez? Again, a Claudia, Claudia Cadelia, I, she's a, a no name, somebody that's been in the game for a while, you know, might, might put up a little bit more of a fight, who knows, dissension, but dissension. if we're trying <laughs> if we're trying to build up. <laughs> yeah no, you right that that'd be a good a name build-up on fight record yeah you know what i mean uh michelle watterson but, even did she skip yeah. like with this fight yeah she skipped she, she skipped tisha torres amanda hebas michelle watterson claudia gadelia dude well she fought hebas right yeah she did she lose to hebas uh let's see i want to say that's her one loss yeah yeah um, but I mean, again, we let, we put her up against Hebus for her to avenge her one loss, and I think it's going to be a lot different. Probably, yeah. Very impressed, Mackenzie Dern won the battle for the mommest woman in the planet, and then, hey, let's be real, mommest woman in the planet probably another Nunez, yeah, <laughs> Amanda Nunez, <laughs> dude. How tough must that be? If you're Amanda Nunez and you're, you're sitting watching, in that, yeah. that, that that watching the corner, watching your wife. I lose. And you're probably thinking, like, dude, I'll fuck this girl up right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, Nina Nunez, Amanda Nunez. They all both a picture just together after the respectful fight. Respectful fighters, dude. Respectful fighters. That's what you love to see. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, you have Mackenzie Dern, her dad, uh, Perillo, and then Amanda and Nina, and they all get together and they take that yeah. picture. Dude, just ultimate respect, man. Definitely. Ultimate respect.
1: And and I think when you get subbed by someone, you can really just give that respect. You know, mm-hmm. when you get knocked out, you could be like, "Oh fuck, I got knocked out!" Like they they just caught me all this stuff. But submission is like, no, you, you got it. Good job. You, you got me. You got me. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Amanda probably told it like, "You got it. You got it." But I'll still fuck you up.
1: Yeah, but also fuck. What's to Stay right now. Yeah, <laughs> but you're cool. But watch your P's and Q's. But fucking.
0: But you better stay on weight. <laughs> all right so the the next one dude I, this was one of the fights i was looking forward to the most same dude you know i love d-rod yeah uh, i've been a big fan of d-rod for a long time uh plan on mike perry uh fan of planet mike perry maybe not the battles that he has outside in the uh, casinos with the older man and stuff like that mm-hmm. but or the windows in, or whatever the hell that was when he a sliced his leg open one and no against old man own one against windows because i yeah. would say the window took that one
1: i don't know i uh, think I mean the window shattered all over the floor, so maybe he took
0: some damage in that one. But he, I think he beat the window. Fuck, I don't know, man. I I, I had <laughs> going the other way, but when we take a look at this, dude, it, this was a a tough fight for me to watch. Uh, I know again because I like Perry too. I like watching yeah. Perry fight, and we love his style. You know, he grits down, bites down, swings, mm-hmm. but clearly D-Rod you're looked, not going to finish him. D Rod looks so good in this fight.
1: Dude, his hands, his one-two. Oh my god, his one-two
0: was money. And the 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 thing is that, like, I think about him working with Donald Cerrone at the BMF Ranch, and then he also works with Jake Schilling, Joe Schilling, and Joe Schilling. Sorry, Joe Schilling, and the Diaz brothers. I think think just Nick. I don't know about Nate, but I think about the the classic one-two that we see from the Diaz brothers. And then Joe Schilling, and then mm-hmm. you see it here with D-Rod, and like, he kept on throwing that one-two right down the middle, and I was like, fuck, dude, that's fucking DS that, one-two right and there. And that
1: outside kick to the body. Oh, my God.
0: Dude, but he looks so good. So Did good. you, hear, did you footwork, hear Joe
1: Schilling in the corner? No. Commercial. He yells out, and he's like, show, he's like, throw that kick. Remember that one time at the ranch on mushrooms? <laughs> did he? <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> and
1: D-Rod's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I remember that kick, and then threw it.
0: <laughs> dude, that's, oh my god! I gotta go back. I missed that. Yeah, dude. I didn't hear that. Did, announce, did the announcer say anything about it?
1: I don't think so. I, I mean, it's I on remember. ABC. It's on yeah. ABC,
0: so they're probably like, oh, <laughs> somebody uh, on mushrooms. Turn the volume down on that one a little bit. But uh,
1: Joe Schilling with that uh, like <laughs> smoker's voice. <laughs> dude smokes uh, cigarettes like in between fights.
0: Probably in the corner uh so no, like when
1: he's fighting he like smokes a cigarette before the fight and like smokes it right after and like does he really yeah smoking joe dude
0: oh my god smoking joe Schilling. he's a killer man he's an absolute killer but it, yeah i was gonna say with perry with his new camp, they're talking about like the physical condition he's in he looks great and he did mm-hmm. he looked really great he, and in the three rounds he had a lot of energy going all the way through yeah but just flat-footed no head movement yeah. And I know that the distance that D. Rod was keeping was part of the reason that yeah Barry he nullified the man. Time, he just couldn't get past it.
1: the jab. That jab that, was so
0: good. That nice takedown. That was a yeah slam. he had great great grappling in this fight, right? Uh, but man, like I just I just want I want good for Mike Perry. I do, man. I don't want because that story.
1: And I mean this with all respect, right? But like you look at that kind of a situation with him and. It's just feels like it's constantly on the verge of becoming an
0: absolute train wreck. It's, and I yes. don't want that. That's why I want good for him. I yeah. Uh, now going into this, I was excited for the fight because I knew it was going to be an exciting fight. I knew it was going to be a good fight. Yeah. I knew it was. Yeah. Gonna when they announced a, this, I was like, "Oh matchup. shit!" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "That's the one." Mm-hmm. But again, being a big fan of D. Rod, being a fan of Mike Perry, and like I, I really, really wanted D. Rod to win. Like going yeah. into this, like I, I wanted D. Rod to, to put on a display, and he did. And he did. But at the damn. same time, like I'm, I'm thinking, like, what's this gonna do for Perry's mental state? Yeah, because that's what well, I'm this really is, scared of.
1: This is almost like when when Francis beat Stipe, We talked about how, at least for me personally, when I like two fighters a lot, like this fight, I like both these guys a lot. I always seem to end up more bummed out for the loser than I am happy for the winner. Yeah. And I don't know if that's necessarily the case here, but this one is one of those bittersweet ones. You know? Yeah.
0: I, I wouldn't say that I... am Because that I felt that way for Stipe. For yeah, sure I felt that way for Stipe.
1: The, the level's not the same on this one. Yeah. But this there is one, some I, bitter to I, it.
0: I'm really excited for D-Rod. Like, I'm, yeah, same. Dude, dude, fuck, this I'm puts on, on that the D-Rod map. train. I'm on the D-Rod train. I fucking love yeah. D-Rod. Well, I love we've been what talking he represents.
1: About we've been talking about him since the contender fight, right? Yep. When he didn't even get the contract. But... So we, we've known, we've seen this in him, and this is kind of one of those coming out parties where people are going to watch this fight. Even if they don't know who he is, they're going to watch it because of Mike Perry. And then you put out this kind of a showcase on him, and now people know who he is, you know, which yep. is awesome.
0: Yep. I mean, he reminds me of some of the dudes back home. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's <laughs> got the 1986 here. Rodriguez in the back, the yeah, fucking smi- yeah. smile now, cry later on his calf. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, dude, this guy reminds me of home. That's probably why I like him so much. Um,
1: plus, plus, he has puts on banger performances, dude.
0: Every fight's been exciting. Yeah, every fight's been exciting with D. Rod so far. Uh, at he least should, that we've should watched. be
1: undefeated in the UFC. Should be.
0: He has his one loss to Dalby. That's right. And it, I had. D-Rod winning. Maybe yeah. a little biased, but I feel like I'm not the only one that had uh, D-Rod winning that fight. I, I had him winning that fight. See? that That's two for two. Dude, that's all we need. Yeah. I'm convinced he won that fight now.
1: Uh, Call the athletic well, we'll, commission.
0: <laughs> we'll see what's next for D-Rod at uh, 170.
1: Now it can kind of be off of the races, though, honestly, with D-Rod. At I mean, this point... At this he's point, he's got that big
0: name. Perry's a Perry's a big name, you know. I wouldn't say he's the best yeah. fighter at 170, his, but his
1: stock has diminished, right? But like you said, big name. People watch this, and fight. Uh,
0: you know, I'm just again hoping Perry comes out of this wanting yeah. to did, did you get see back in post? the gym.
1: Did you see his post? Did I send you that? No. Hold on. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Hold on. Keep talking. Keep talking. Uh, Darren Till okay. said that he wants to um, fly him out and. And train him oh and, really and he can join his gym and shit yeah so, oh, he, dude, that's dude. so awesome he posts he posts a picture of him and latori i think it's a screenshot from latori's story of them two in like a hotel and they're holding a baby they're smiling and she said you're the strongest man to go in that octagon and do what you do it's only up from here we love you daddy mm. and he posts that after the fight and the caption is i used to be great i don't know what happened I have one fight left on my contract. I'll train hard. I'll give it all for my family. Whatever I have to do to give them a better life, I'll bleed every day for
0: them if I have to. Ugh. Fuck. Dude, in a game, I want good for Perry, man. Yeah. I really do. You know, he's shown glimpses in that octagon. He's an exciting fighter. He's too tough for his own good. Yeah. Yeah. He, kn- he knows he can bite down on the mouthpiece, walk towards you eat Swing one of bang. yours and he's going to give you one of his and he mm-hmm. has so much confidence that his is going to be harder. Yeah. But dude, as you start fighting these up and coming fighters like a D-Rod. Yeah. You start fighting some other folks that have just a really good skill set around their footwork and it's, because that's only, gonna that, that's only going to work.
1: That's only going to work if if someone bites on that like invitation to brawl. Whereas in this one D-Rod just kept him away away technically. I don't know how he didn't put him out.
0: Dude, the jab, his jab dude, looked fantastic.
1: Dude, and then that straight behind it is just snapping his head back, his nose is busted again, his eyes swollen on this side. Like, dude, he was getting cracked. That he fit in, in that fight, if D-Rod hits lands those hits on, on other fighters, he's putting him out. Yeah. You know, Mike Perry's just too tough. Hundred
0: percent. His nose was like whoop right away. Yeah. Like, I think whoop. and it's gonna be probably every fight after that Luke A fight. I mean he's probably not going to fix it anymore up until he retires more than likely. But man, that yeah, I I didn't see that post. That's uh, heartbreaking. And uh, Till and Perry have the weirdest relationship in history. I know, dude. It's like they love each other and they fucking hate each other at the exact same time. But there's this mutual respect. Well, I think when it started,
1: it was kind of like a competitive kind of rivalry thing. They got a little heated. And at this point, I think Darren Till just kind of sees it as like a... Our, our paths aren't gonna cross
0: at this yep. point you know like it's just not um let, let me help this dude out yeah. The, yeah did you ever watch that video where uh he tells him asks him if he wants to go spar yeah and uh <laughs> till's like you want to go to the spa and he goes yeah, yeah. Let, let's go spar and he goes okay yeah do you, do you know one around here? He's like no spar like let's fight he goes, oh, <laughs> dude, I yeah. love that video. It's so I funny, it. dude. Just a couple of clowns, man. But uh, D Rod, you know, if there's anybody else I would really want to get on this podcast, like D Rod's up there for me.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: definitely. Hopefully one day. Hopefully one day, D Rod. All right. Uh, after that, uh, I believe we start getting into the uh, the undercard, right?
1: The, the prelims, right? We go Selecki versus Jim Miller. Not the greatest fight, you know. Um, a lot of just standing guard, Yeah. not much happening.
0: Okay, and then... Uh, if it were we a pride had... fight, there'd be some yellow cards. Left and right?
1: Yeah, just tossing them out. <laughs>
0: just throwing <laughs> yellow cards at the fight? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that's funny. It's like one of those also... like,
1: things at an like, arcade, like Skee-Ball or something, just punching out tickets, but it's just... Just non Yellow card, yellow card, <laughs> yellow
0: card. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be awesome. Like, if they have, like, a little hit printer, and it just, like, prints out yellow cards it's over just and over It's constantly
1: again. going. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, so we have Holtzman versus uh, Gamrot before that.
1: Yeah. And Gamrot... I dude. might have
0: just watched this fight, like, 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Gamrot
1: um, improves to 18-1, and one, right? His last fight was a split decision loss to... Um, Kutat Aladze, which is a win that's going to age very
0: well. Over Nina Nunes, I think. Yeah, probably. Um,
1: That fight was awesome, dude. Gamrot versus Kutat What a great fight. Obviously did enough to get a split decision, right? So going into this one, I was Gamrot all the way into this fight. And I think, man, this division, lightweight division, we've talked about it so many times that like, fighters ranked 10 through 20 are just like on the verge of busting the door down into the top 10. There's so many fighters in that, that, that are trying to get into that top 10 that are so gnarly, dude. And Gamrot's one of them. Kutat all these guys, right? Armin Sarukian, uh, uh Rafael Faziv, All these guys are just like, let me in. Uh, and Gamrot, man. <laughs> Fucking power, dude. And he looked uh, good up until that point, too. Another 1-2. Yeah, 1-2 straight down. Solid 1-2. And was it the first round that he cracked him good? Yep. Good enough for Holtzman to be like, that was the back of the head. It's like, nah, dude, he just rocked you. <laughs> like, no disrespect, <laughs> but like, like, I get it.
0: He doesn't know what the hell's going on at that point, but dude, he cracked him. After that shot, he probably thought that they were sparring. He's like, am I sparring <laughs> right now? Oh, shit, I'm in a fight. Uh, I'd like to dude, see Holtzman H- go up weight class, honestly. I, I was just about to say that. Holtzman yeah. looks like 170. Like he, he needs to be I at 170. I think he's cutting too much. I think he's cutting I think too so much. too. I think so too. He, but you know Holtzman was looking pretty good up until then. Um,
1: yeah, he he I mean he's good.
0: Uh there there was a couple shots I think he's where, like
1: 36 though, 35 or th- Well, that window's he?
0: closing, you know. 37. So let's, let's go up to a 170 asap. Uh Thir-
1: what, Yeah, 37.
0: Couple uh, long shots that Gamrod took where the uppercut was there. And yeah, uppercut was there, and there was one where like he goes for it and just mm-hmm. misses it, and uh, Gamrot still got the single leg. Yeah, but just the, like the timing was just a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just fantastic performance by Gamrot, man.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, I, I really think Gamrot has a huge future in this fight, and I think the Kutateladze win over him is going to age really, really well. And it's probably one of those fights that like you look at like uh, Connor versus Max Holloway. You're like, oh, it's crazy that they fought back then, like when they weren't really. Who they became yet? Yep, uh, and I could see this fight there that fight between these two becoming what something like that. Where we're looking at them in the, like the top five, top ten, and we're like, Oh, remember when they fought like before they were ranked? Good times, good times, yeah, good
0: times. <laughs> all right, <laughs> man. Uh, do you want to move on to the next one? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all we can really say about By that the way. Time. Uh, Giga Jagadze, uh, another mm-hmm. name that I would put, oh, yeah, fantastic, above Nina Nunes. So, yeah, all these names are just flying into my head right now. <laughs> I know. Giga uh, can't wait for John Magdesi versus Ignacio Bajamondes Bajamondes, Chile, I believe. I think he's the first Chilean fighter, second Chilean fighter, maybe first. And then 10th youngest on the roster, moved out of Chile at Dude the age of 16. Dude looks like a boy. And how about, this is the other one where John Anik had that classic line. Where he's like, uh, moved out of Chile at the age of 16 to pursue this dream. A lot of nights crying himself to sleep. And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? John Attic. Oh, why? Man. Why, John Attic? Yeah. How this fight didn't win
1: fight of the night is so... I don't understand. I do not understand. This, this fight was so fucking cool, dude. So And you love to this... see it from McDessie. McDessie retired in the past, did he not? I don't even remember. I believe he retired after with a cowboy that broke his jaw. Was it? Someone broke his jaw. I think it was Cowboy. And I, I'm pretty sure he retired after that fight and then ended up coming back. Dude
0: looked sharp as hell, man. He did. He did. Uh, Bahamondas didn't make weight. He Missed weight by a yeah. little bit. And didn't qualify for the bonus after that. So mm-hmm. I wonder if that had anything to do with it because you would think they no, would still at least get all versus, of
1: the... Connelly versus Pajeda. That one fight of the night. Uh, Pajeda missed weight. They gave both of it to... Both bonuses to Connolly. Uh, Yoel Romero versus Robert Whittaker. Uh, Yoel missed weight. They gave both bonuses to Whittaker. Yeah, so why would this... So I don't know what... So the precedent has been set that, that if you miss weight, you can't get a bonus. But the precedent has been set that even if someone misses weight, if they're involved in a fight of the night, they still get the award. And the money just goes to the fighter who made weight. It doesn't make any sense to me.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't how, how
1: it was a, dis, a split decision, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I thought it was a pretty clear 29-28. So um, did I. Desi. So did um, I. And I thought... Bahamondes is a really good prospect. I, I, I'm really excited to see him learn from this fight. Mm-hmm. We talked about how you look at the flashy kicks and the, the volume and the creative striking stuff from somebody and they look like a world beater. How do they deal with adversity? This dude can deal with adversity. After the Yay, first round, shots I was like...
0: in that first round.
1: After that first round, I was like, okay, well, the finish is coming. Nope. And then he ended up, I think, winning... Either, I, I scored him winning the third round, I think. Maybe yeah. the second. But I think it was the third round. Um, what a fucking fight, dude. It was just fucking crazy, man. That first round, MacDessie like, was just putting it all on him. And um, Bahamundis has some things to learn from this fight, for sure. McDessie just did a great job of getting inside and landing just just short shots, you know, nothing crazy, nothing looping. He was quick to the punch uh, and was kind of slipping and ripping pretty much a lot of the stuff he was throwing, especially early in the fight. Mm -hmm. Um, At first, it kind of looked like Bahamutus was going to keep him at bay with his kicks and his long jab and all that stuff. His one-twos, again, one-twos, his straight punches were really good. He was keeping McDessie away. And as soon as McDessie caught him that first time, it was like... Oh, here we go. And it was just a waterfall of, of strikes from, from uh, McDessie. Uh, dude, a,
0: a lot of people would have gone down from the strikes in that first round, man. He is yeah. tough as nails. And he's only 23 years old. Yeah. Uh, this guy, Which probably I think has a lot said, to do
1: with the fact that he could survive it.
0: <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. True. That CT hasn't built up yet. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, but it's but, starting. Dude, he's been fighting for a long time. Yeah. They were saying that he's a kickboxing champion at the age of 14 in Chile. At the age of 14. Yeah, but
1: how, how much does that mean, though?
0: Yeah, well, I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Like he he's been yeah, taking some shots. He's been doing shots. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. he's been doing it at a competitive level since yeah. the age of 14 apparently. So, yeah. which I, yeah, true. You know, uh so he's taking some shots, but still, I mean, this guy's super tough. Uh mm-hmm. that that first round where he came out mixing up the strikes really well, Really uh, well. being aggressive, you know, and he kind of kept McDessie on 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 his heel for a little bit. I think uh,
1: he he almost relied on his offense to be his defense a little too much. Too much, you yeah. Know? You, you, when you get I had the that. first
0: round McDessi, second round Bahamontes, third round McDessie is what I had. That
1: that might be how I had it. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't rewatched or anything like that. I was going to rewatch it this morning. Um, but he he came
0: out with urgency because, dude, I, I thought like, dude, this kid's gonna yeah. come out probably still dazed uh, yeah. from the shots late in the first round. But he came out with urgency that second round, man.
1: Yeah, and I think.
0: Uh, I mean, it was a split decision, right? What did they have? Yeah, 30 27, uh, 29 28 for McDessie, and then one twenty nine twenty eight 28 for uh, Bahamontes.
1: Gotcha. And they gave one judge gave all three rounds to McDessie. Uh The. Which, it must have been the second round that I I had can kind of see that too. The second round was close. It was close. All the rounds. Well, first round Except was for close. the first round. <laughs> but, but, um, the third, I must be remembering the second, but man, what a great
0: fight! It was a fantastic fight, and I even um, what a great fight. Like uh, going into like I think it was like the middle of the third, middle of the last round, and they mm. showed the little screenshot that are, of the strikes, and it was like dead even head yeah. strikes, body shots, like everything was dead even. So it was it was it was a good fight, man. It was one of yeah. the better fights on the card for sure.
1: I mean, think I mean I think it was the best fight of the card. It was such a fun fight, man.
0: It was really good. Do uh, you want to move on to the next one? Uh, yeah. So, uh, next one we have. Jargis Danho versus Jorgen De Castro. Yeah. Heavy How weights, this bro. didn't win a performance of the night? I don't know.
1: Kind of crazy to me that... Uh, was Dana like this... there? I don't know if he was there or not. It seems like this, this is a 50K knockout, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> kind of crazy.
0: It, it was know? a nice knockout right to the temple, man. That right hand, right to the temple. Dude
1: murdered him. The way yeah, he, he fell, dude. He oh had the folded God. chair, the leg. The arm, arm flops over. The, the one hammer was,
0: fist. He was
1: out for more than the fight took place.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was like there he was for a
1: minute. Yeah, the fight took, was three minutes. I feel like he was probably down for about three minutes. It was, well, I uh, think
0: that uh, legend has it, Dan Ho was in the middle of his interview and Dekesha uh, was still out on the canvas. So I don't know, man. Legend has uh, it he's still out. Yeah, (laughs) legend has it they switched over to a new canvas after this fight, and they just (laughs) they just. Well, dude. So this one uh,
1: also, my feed, in between rounds, it doesn't go to commercial and stuff like that. You get to see the walkouts, all that stuff, and after the knockout, before in between the knockout and the decision, uh, it was just like that, like no commentary because I think it's probably in commercial break, and the cameras are just panning from shots close-up shots of jargis where he's just kind of like and then shots of like the whole arena and back and, and forth with no sound night. or with, with sound but like it's just kind of like some rumblings and stuff and you're just like
0: yeah
1: dude's still out like <laughs> what's going on right now dude, but the
0: way his leg was folded and his arms were yeah. out it looked, it looked like no like, you know, like those, the, chalk, the chalk drunks. Yeah, yeah the chalk drunks. i was, I was like oh poor guy man poor guy yeah,
1: dude was murdered yeah
0: dude but a uh, nice nice uh, return for uh dan ho uh, with that yeah. last fight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I Just right. baited him in, bam, over the top. Pretty much, I mean, heavyweights, you know.
0: So, what what are the fights do you want to cover here, uh, Will, going uh, with the rest of the one uh, rest um, of the uh, list?
1: Yeah, Jack Shore looked good, stayed undefeated. I think both those guys are prospects. Hunter Azor, not much to really talk about. Um, uh, Luis uh, Saldana versus Jordan Griffin. I thought Griffin won that fight. I was surprised on the decision, being honest. The fact that it was unanimous also is kind of crazy. Um, I think, especially in the first two rounds, Griffin just did a phenomenal job. Uh, Daun Young versus, uh, or Jung versus William Knight was just a dominant smothering performance from Jung. Um, mm. Pretty much zero adversity that he had to face. Uh, and then the return of Impa Kasangane. Kasangane. That fight actually, yeah. Um, Forever in a high level, Kasangane. It's got to be hard. How many times has he seen himself get knocked out this past year? It's got to be a lot. If oh, yeah. I just scroll through like my explore page on Instagram, I see that knockout almost every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh that's got to be hard. Um moved down to welterweight. Uh no longer fighting at middleweight. I don't know if that's going to be a future the future for him, but it seems like it should be because he looks so much stronger in this fight. Uh the first round was I had him winning it, but it was Competitive, but then the second started and he just ran through him. He cracked yeah, just him. From, good.
0: from what you showed me there, uh, when he was just grabbing Sasha, you could just see there's a huge difference in power, yeah. huge difference in grappling strength. And mm-hmm. he was able to just, you know, get him down. Sasha got, got back up, got him right back down. It, yeah. dude, he's a strong, strong man. As is, mm-hmm. if he's able to maintain 90% of that power going yeah. down to 170 he's gonna cause some problems for some folks.
1: Yeah. And also, let's not forget, now he's nine and one. His only loss is that knockout, which is just a not a fluke knockout, right? But like it was a close fight up until that point. He wasn't getting outclassed. It wasn't like he just got caught with like a, a standard shot. Yeah. That's not a position that you think you're gonna get kicked in the face from. You know what I mean? So like his stock I mean we're probably never go gonna see
0: Buckley do that again. Let's be real. No, yeah, it's not gonna happen. So, uh, it's somewhat safe to say it was kind of a fluke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you
1: could say that. I just don't want to take anything away from Buckley, but...
0: I, I mean, he, his, he made it happen. He did it. You know, yeah. so props to him, but I, I'm, I'm more saying like on Kasangane's his, end.
1: His stock shouldn't go down at all, right? No. Uh, I'm no. still super high on Kasangane, because up until that point, up until that fight, we were super high
0: on him, uh, and I still am, you know? I, I am as well, man. I, I like Kasangane a lot. Now, after this fight, we do have next week... Robert Whittaker versus Calvin yeah. Gastelum. Oh, I'm excited for this fight. Yeah, I, I just rewatched.
1: Uh, remember when they were on Ultimate Fighter and they did the coaches challenge where they they like compete in something right and they have to they had to run like three k or something like that. Um, <laughs> Whitaker Whittaker ends up lapping him. As Kelvin is off on the side throwing. <laughs>
0: oh, really? <laughs> it's
1: so funny, dude. It's like, dude, these guys are elite athletes. And you can't, but
0: you know. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, uh, on this. Four uh, fight main card. uh Yeah, I we believe, have right? Robert Whitaker, Kelvin Gastelum, card yeah. Close versus Jeremy Stevens. So that one was moved up to co main event. Yeah. Because uh, last week when we talked about it, it was a uh, Mearshart that was co yes. main event. So that we got bumped like down. Quiet. Yeah.
1: I think I even said, I was like, Jeremy Stevens versus Jakar Close should be the co main. Either that or the first fight on the main
0: card. You called it. Yeah. You called it. Uh, Alexander Romanoff versus Juan Espino. Yeah. Fun Tracy fight. Cort- yeah. And I think that's, that's it for the. Ooh, main Tracy part. Cortez getting bumped to the prelim main event. Yeah. So she's going to be the prelim main event. Uh, so still some uh, fun fights to watch this upcoming week, this Dude, next weekend.
1: Bill Aljo returning against Ricardo Ramos super excited about that.
0: Andre Orlovsky? Was that on there the entire time?
1: Yeah, versus Chase Sherman.
0: Huh. He and supposed he's supposed to fight off the prelims? Corner, right? Yeah, that probably will change though. Yeah, I mean that's got to change. To imagine. Right? Yeah. That that's got to change. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they move that to be the uh, the last fight of the the prelims. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if that gets bumped to the first fight on the main card. I mean, why not?
1: Yeah. You know, it's a fun fight. All
0: right. Well, uh, they they might there, be looking
1: at Arlovsky's latest fights and how he's more reserved and trying to stay on the outside and almost not point fighting, but just doing what he needs to do, which is, I mean, I would do the same thing if I were him. They might be I, looking I, at that and think maybe this is the it's, most exciting.
0: I just think it's rare when you see a heavyweight kick off prelims because usually yeah, the heavyweights, kinda they kind of toss them in the middle or, you know, uh, just because it's one shot power that these heavyweights yeah. have. People usually like to see that. I mean, we saw it with DeCastro. Legend has it. Castro's <laughs> still asleep right now. Yeah. But, um,
1: yeah man. It's cool I, to see uh, Pros in the main event.
0: Pros? Yeah. What, is that another name you would put above Nina Nunes? I wouldn't, but he looks exactly like Kelvin Gastelum. <laughs> <laughs> another, another outside of the top 10 lightweight who's going to be busting the door down. They should put him on the co-main event. And then Gastelum on the main event. Yeah. Or they just fight each other. Why not, dude? All right. So <laughs> uh, do you have anything else for this week, Will? No, I do not. It was a fun week of fights between one, couple Bellator fights that we, we caught, well, you know, reminiscing, you know, on the past with these, yeah. uh, Liz these fights. Liz Casangano, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Viero Machida. Yeah, the boy. Then uh, the Dime Piece Russian girl that got that crazy knockout. And now, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, th- this latest UFC card. So fun week of fights. If that's all you got. That's all I got. Yeah. All I good. Got. All right. Awesome. Thanks for listening to this week of Story of the Fight, everybody.